0: What has the pandemic done to the number of hours that you work? I mean obviously in many cases it's really limited, you know, people have lost employment, are underemployed because of what's happened in the pandemic, but for others, especially those that work at home, surveys have shown that people are working longer hours, they're putting in more time. And and all of the concerns that employers had about, well, work from home would just equate into, you know, a bunch of a lazy uh, you know, people who are just at home playing with their cats. I, I, there's some of that, maybe. But, but that that's not what the evidence is borne out. And... So there might be a lot of people out there very interested in the new legislation that is going to be introduced by the uh, F- uh, Ford Tories today. It's a, a large uh, number of measures that include several things that I think will really stick out to people. I think the top line is this right to disconnect. And what, what the government is proposing is that legislation would require any company with 25 or more employees to have a disconnect from work policy and that will lay out the expectations about response time for emails or connecting, whatever. Is this realistic at all? Lior Samfiro joins me now, employment lawyer. Hey, Lior.
1: Great to be with you.
0: So how realistic is this kind of thing in terms of legislation from a provincial government?
1: It is certainly a good idea in theory, and it's certainly something that many employees are going to say, yeah, we need it. The reality, I think, is going to be uh, that practically speaking, employers are not going to be able to provide this this right to disconnect. Or put it differently, employees may be too concerned to say, I'm off, I'm I'm disconnecting, I'm not responding. Because like with any workplace, there's some competition and others may be more keen. So I think the reality is that in a world that's connected, where we have our phones, where we have our, our emails, where we are accessible for right or wrong, it's going to be very difficult for employees to to, to actually disconnect, uh, and employers that have a policy but don't actually push and enforce that policy are not really going to see much of a difference in that workplace.
0: Right. So so even if the legisl- legislation says every company must have a policy, where's the teeth in the enforcement that says the company would actually enact it and actually follow it?
1: Yeah, and I I can't imagine an employee actually going and filing a complaint against their employer with the government saying my employer uh, didn't prevent me or, or still sent me emails off hours it is as is a practical matter I don't see how a policy like that good idea in principle but I don't see how it has teeth.
0: Uh, let's move to non-competes. This is a, a an angle that I I'm particularly interested in. I'm interested in it because non-compete clauses are fairly standard for in my industry. It's been this way all all the way along in terms of, you know, performance on TV or, you know, that sort of thing. But we've seen non-competes really move into all kinds of different areas. You know, you're, you're a chef, you're an accountant, you name it, any kind of professional, all of a sudden now non-competes are popping up everywhere. Is this, are you seeing it as a problem?
1: Well, absolutely. The reality is that employers now are thinking, wait a second, if I can somehow prevent an employee from going to work at my competitor, why won't I try doing it? The thing is this. Our courts have said, we don't like terms that limit people's ability to find work, limit ability to find and support your family. And because of that, for most people, the courts have said a non-compete is not enforceable. But despite that, employers are using it and employees see that in their contract. They don't wanna get into a legal battle with their employer So you may have employees that are in a very difficult situation, they don't leave a bad employer, or if they do, they're afraid to work in the industry for however long. So I think this is actually a very good, smart move that's going to help employees, and it's going to prevent some frivolous cases that we see in courts where employers are trying to enforce a non-compete to make a point and maybe scare other employees when legally it's actually not enforceable.
0: Yeah, And tell me what what the impact is of those on the greater labor market, because it it just puts a chill on any kind of movement.
1: Well, imagine you've been in the same industry for your entire career. You start a job with a new employer. Obviously, you're optimistic. But in that employment agreement is buried a term that says, if you ever leave us or let go, you can't work in this industry anywhere in Canada for three years. I mean, that's disastrous for many people. And if you look at that and you disregard it, you'll assume or be concerned that your employer is going to take legal action against you. Well, this legislation, if in fact comes into play, eliminates that issue, eliminates that concern. Employers can still use confidentiality terms, non-solicitation terms to prevent their clients from being solicited. That Those are still very good protections for employers. I think this is a, a very good idea by the government.
0: Again, it's always... This way, though, the devil is in the details when we actually have to see the legislation when it's introduced today.
1: Yes, absolutely. And and maybe there may be exemptions for some more senior employees. A lot of employers may say, well, what about these employees that are in key roles? We still don't want them to just go to competitors. Well, the nice thing is the law does impose fiduciary duties on certain senior executives, people in, in key roles. So employers still are going to have protection. So I do hope that the legislation that the government introduces does have teeth. We were talking about teeth earlier so that employees can in fact move freely without the concern that they're going to be sued and have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to fight for their ability to work where they want.
0: Lior, great talking to you. I'll uh, send you an email Saturday at around 8 uh, (laughs) p.m. to get some follow-up information. Thank you so much.
1: I look forward to it. Thank you. (laughs) That is
0: Lior Samfiro, employment lawyer. Ah, do you struggle with that? Do you struggle with the, you know, the 8 p.m. Saturday night email, ding, boss wants to know something. It's gonna be hard, I think, for any of us, regardless of what the legislation says or whatever the company policy might say.